What's up, everyone? And thank you for tuning in to Game Day with the Gurus, where it is Game Day 24 7, 365, even on Sunday afternoons. We talk sports. I am the Wildcat Guru, the host of this show. Today, I'm going to be uh, me doing a little post game Arizona, Mississippi State. I'm also going to do a, a short pregame. Uh, for uh, Arizona North Dakota State which is coming up this Saturday I'll be doing a lot more North Dakota State this week I'll do my uh, offensive and defensive previews and then my um, my key factors key players game plans roster breakdown all that stuff but let's get back to the Mississippi State game last night obviously uh, they Mississippi State won 39-17 I think just in general, this is going to be a great learning experience for Arizona, especially the offense. Um, the three takeaways for the offense, uh, let's start off with the first one, and that's going to be Michael Wiley. He definitely is uh, the most versatile back on the team. I think Jonah Coleman has a ton of upside. However, he's still young. Uh, he only had 20 rushing yards on seven attempts uh, last night. And Mississippi State's defense, their run defense, was the third best in the SEC last year, only behind Bama and Georgia. So the fact that Arizona's running backs only produced like 63 rushing yards isn't really a surprise. Uh, but Michael Wiley had 103 total yards from scrimmage. He had the touchdown. He had a couple catches. He's a good pass blocker. And he's just an overall solid back. And he looked great. I know he added over 10 pounds of muscle in the offseason. San Diego State, uh, DJ Williams kind of took the workload. He still had a solid game. But overall, uh, I mean, he, he had a really solid game. Michael Wiley, you know, 8.2 yards per carry. Uh, he had a, his 34 yard uh rushing td just just a solid overall game uh, he only had six attempts so not not a ton of attempts um and uh for i was wrong jonah coleman had 12 yards on five attempts uh yesterday but you know 8.2 yards per carry uh, obviously the 34 yard rush so really he had uh, five carries for 15 yards outside of that which is about three yards a carry but that was better than any of the other running backs. And overall, he was our best offensive player uh, last night. And I think going forward, he's gonna be uh he's gonna be the starter. I think he earned it tonight against one of the best defenses Arizona will play against all year. He's an older guy, he's a veteran, and uh, he really, really got the momentum going for Arizona in the first quarter with that touchdown run. And I thought uh, once again, he was the best player for Arizona's offense last night. The second takeaway is Jacob Cowing having only 38 receiving yards. Okay, 38 receiving yards on seven attempts. He only averaged 5.4 yards per catch. His longest catch was 10 yards. He did have the touchdown, um, but... 
Arizona's not going to win many games if Cowing has 38 receiving yards and the running backs only produce 63 rushing yards. It just, that is, it's not a recipe for success. Um, they did try to use Cowing in the, in the uh, deep game, deep ball game a few times. One of them resulted in an interception and credit to Mississippi State. Their cornerbacks, some of their cornerbacks are going to be playing in the NFL. Uh, Emmanuel Forbes, he will be playing in the NFL. They have a few other guys that are good. They're big. They're athletic. They're physical. And they just kept cowing in front of them. That's That was the game plan with cowing. Uh, they'll, they're willing to give up those short passes, those wide receiver screens. They're not willing to give up the deep balls. They're not going to let cowing beat them deep. Cowing, Arizona struggled to to get Cowing into mismatches. Uh, they did a good job of, of, I saw they doubled him a lot. Um, they had a lot of help around him and T-Mac. They really took away Arizona's two best receivers. Uh, they they made Delora throw some tight passes. Uh, Mississippi State secondary had nine pass deflections. Nine! So they were getting their balls, uh, their, <laughs> their balls. They were getting their hands on a lot of balls. And credit to them, Mississippi State's defense played a hell of a game. Arizona's offense had 14 drives where they were on the opposite side of the 50-yard line, where they were in MSU territory. They only got the ball into the red zone twice. So there was 12 drives where Arizona was on the other side of the 50-yard line in Mississippi State territory and couldn't get the ball into the red zone. 12. There was a, a lot of, there was penalties, sacks, uh, forced throws, turnovers. I mean, they, they just couldn't get over the hump after they crossed the 50-yard line last night. They just couldn't. They were just, it was like there was a brick wall at that 20-yard line. And they just could not get past it. And realistically speaking, the defense uh, Jackson Turner ran uh, that fumble recovery back to the four-yard line. So one of those times, Arizona started in the red zone. So really, Arizona only drove their way into the red zone one time last night. And they had, what, 14 opportunities on the opposite side of the 50. And they only produced uh, w- one drive inside the red zone. That just says it all right there. I mean, that that says everything you need to know about the uh, how the uh, how the day went for Arizona's offense. Uh, McMillan, 17.3, 17.3 yards per catch, solid. Uh, his longest was 27 yards. He was our leading receiver, 69 yards. And overall, the the wide receivers wide receivers they just struggled to get open against a really good defense. Delora was under a lot of pressure. Um, they only list have it listed as a one, Mississippi State got one QB hurry. I know for a fact that's not right. Uh, Mississippi State's defensive line, they were in the backfield a lot. And uh, Jaden Delora, he, I mean, he was scrambling like all night long. That is uh, one positive note from Delora's game is he has really good uh, mobility and elusiveness, good pocket presence. He got out of about five or six sacks on his own, just just off his playmaking ability. Uh, I'm sure that he'll go back to the film and see where 
he probably could have ran for about four or five first downs instead of forcing throws. And I think that was the number one thing with Delora is he was just forcing too much throws. I mean, nine pass deflections. That just tells you right there. Not only are they really is there a really good secondary, Mississippi State is, but nine pass deflections. I mean, they were getting he was forcing throws. He was he was trying to throw the ball in tight windows and three interceptions. So just a, a big learning experience for Delora. But yeah. That's the takeaway number two is Cowing has to have more than 38 yards receiving. That is not enough. Number three is going to be the offensive line play. First off, let me start off with this. Mississippi State, their defensive line, they have a couple guys that are 315 pounds that are athletes. And I mean athletes. Their defensive ends are 270 pounds and up. Their linebackers are... 260 pounds 240 pounds and 240 pounds all three of their linebackers probably gonna have a shot to play on Sundays so this is probably the best front six Arizona will face all year maybe uh Oregon's uh with Noah Sewell and those guys but uh Mississippi State's front six is SEC material and Arizona fans saw that last night they could not run the ball. They had trouble in pass protection. Um, there was a few plays where they were in the backfield within a second or two. They just they struggled to get into a rhythm. Um, they gave up two sacks, three tackles for loss. And like I said, it says only one quarterback hurry, but there was a lot more than that. You would like to see the offensive line uh, really improve as the season goes on they kind of took a step back from the san diego state game because san diego state's front six is really good too and they did well against san diego state only gave up one sack but yeah offensive line play you're hoping to see that improve uh and here this upcoming week they're gonna have uh, another chance to play against a really good defense against a really good front seven from north dakota state not as big, not as athletic, but they have some really good guys who produced. They're, they're just grinders from North Dakota State. They're grinders, they're tough, they're physical, and it's going to be another good challenge for the offensive line to get better and to prove themselves. So those are the three takeaways I had from offense. I mean, there's a ton of stuff we could get into. Um, obviously, Delora, you know, forcing throws, the run game was non-existent. The wide receivers didn't help him out. You know, there was a few drop passes, uh, crucial drop passes at times. The route running wasn't great. But overall, you, you got to give credit to Mississippi State's defense once again. Top five SEC defense last year. Right now, uh, they're, they're about a top 40 defense in the country. So it just they were big, they were athletic, they were physical, they were all over the place. They kept everything in front of them. They played to their strength, which is run defense. They did not let Arizona get into a rhythm running the ball, and credit to them. Now the defense. Defense, it was the bright side uh, of the ball for Arizona last night. I thought the defense played great against a really good offense uh top 10 offense last year probably going to be a top 10 offense 
this year. Look, when Will Rogers only has 320 passing yards, your defense did really good. That's all he had. He had or 313 passing yards, only 6.4 yards per pass. However, he threw 49 passes. He completed 39 of them. I mean, that's like 80% of his passes he completed. He started off the second half by completing 13 straight passes, which is just elite. Um, Not going to win many games when the opposing quarterback completes 80% of their passes and they throw the ball almost 50 times. He did have the interception, which really should have been a catch. Um, Caleb ducking, just it bounced right off his chest into um, into one of the Arizona's defenders' uh, hands, trading Stukes. Um, and overall, just a tough offense to play against. But the defense played outstanding. They had a goal line stand. I think they actually had two. They almost had two, actually. Uh, they gave up the touchdown pass on fourth and four, which was just a great catch by Austin Williams. Uh, even better throw, almost impossible to defend a throw and catch like that. Um, they they did give up a lot of rushing yards to a team who's not known for running the ball. I think Mississippi State caught them off guard, especially the first drive, where I think they had over fifty rushing yards on that first drive and scored a touchdown, basically at ease. But in the second half, they limited them. I think they only had about 33 rushing yards in the second half. And I could be wrong. I uh, looked at the stats earlier. But I know that Arizona's run defense was a lot better in the second half. Uh, And the first takeaway is the defensive line play. The defensive line played, I mean, they played good. I thought the defensive line played a good game, uh, a good clean game. Obviously, it's hard to sack Will Rogers because he gets the ball out so quick. But overall, the defensive line produced. Um, They had, uh, I believe, two sacks. And that's what you want to see. You want to be in that two to three sack range of game. Uh, That's that's solid. It's it's not great, but it's solid. Uh, They had six tackles for loss, which was really good. Um, they got in the backfield a few times. They had a, a few really good uh, three and outs or or, or dri- uh, drives that they stopped on the other side of the 50. They held uh, Mississippi State to a, few, uh, a couple field goal attempts. They had four pass deflections. And once again, Jerry Roberts, he just he's a tackling machine. He's all over the place. Ten tackles. I thought Colby Cage played really well as well. But, uh, yeah, the defensive line, uh, Jalen Harris had another good game. Six tackles. He had half a sack, half a tackle for loss. And Paris Shan, he's sneaky good. He he had a sack and a half. He had uh, one and a half tackles for loss. Uh, he had five total tackles. And they played really well against a big physical SEC offensive line. I think um, I like what I saw from the defensive line. They made the adjustments, uh, shut down the run game, got to the quarterback a few times, forced him to make some tough throws at times. It's also hard to sack Rodgers because he always has a running back in the flats that he could just dump it off to when there's pressure. So it's just really hard to get to Rodgers. 
it's one of those systems that it doesn't allow for many sacks. So they did a good job with getting to him, forcing some tough throws, forcing some dump offs, and uh, kudos to the uh, defensive line. The secondary. The secondary kind of, you know, they gave up a, a few TDs, obviously. Uh, Christian Young um, gave up a touchdown. I believe uh, um, Isaiah Rutherford gave up a touchdown. I know they were picking on Rutherford a lot. Uh, but, you know, Christian Roland Wallace had the pass deflection on uh, third down in the red zone. They get the goal line stand the next time. Or they had they forced him to do a field goal. Um, they had uh, an interception. They also uh, forced a fumble. Jackson Turner did. I mean, Jackson Turner, he had a game last week. Eight tackles, one interception against San Diego State. He had eight tackles uh, this week. He had a pass deflection. He had a forced fumble and a fumble recovery. So kudos to the secondary. They held Mississippi State to only 313 passing yards, which is, is really good. They use, they average closer to that 400 mark. Uh, last week against Memphis, they had about 450. So they limited the passing game. Um, they didn't give up any monster plays. Obviously, the touchdowns in the red zone hurt. Uh, they struggled with the size of Mississippi State's receivers. Austin Williams, Caleb Ducking, both of those guys are 6'5", or 6'4", 6'5". They both had two touchdowns each. But they played an overall good game, forced some turnovers, uh, had some really good stops in the red zone. So kudos to them. And then um, overall, the uh, just the defense in general, basically the the same thing as i just said you know forcing the turnovers uh adjusting to the run game limiting will rogers to only 320 passing yards and the defense was on the field almost all game uh, mississippi state had the ball almost the whole entire quarter longer than arizona they were tired uh but they they played i mean hunter eccles had some big plays Jalen Harris, uh, Jerry Roberts, they all they all pitched in. They all were very competitive, and Arizona's defense is has made a huge improvement from last season. It is clear, it is obvious. It's going in the right direction. They're gonna have a uh, a, a good chance to to kind of bounce back and, and play uh, a team that is not as good offensively so it'll it'll be interesting to see how they match up with north dakota state i think they're gonna have a really good game against north dakota state i think in general it's just gonna be a really tight game a really physical game uh north dakota state definitely a different offense than mississippi state and uh you know they they just won 43 to 3 they blow out teams at their level a lot of people say they should go up to the fbs We'll see how Arizona uh, decides to defend them uh, on uh, on Saturday. I like how Arizona matches up, looking at their roster, looking at their games, their personnel. I really like how Arizona matches up in this game. And like just to think Arizona has a chance to go 2-1 in the out-of-conference. Who would have thought that? Who would have thought that? I know I didn't. I thought... Maybe I, may, two and one was a stretch. I thought one and two would be solid, um, but they blew out San Diego State. 
Now they have a chance at home to go 2-1 and one in the outer conference and go into conference play with Colorado and Cal coming up. Chance to go 4-1. and one. I, I think they'll be favored in their next three games. Maybe uh, that Cal game, they might be a slight dog. But these are three very winnable games. And uh, I like I like the direction that the program is going. It's, it's obvious that uh, Nansen was a good hire. He's been really good. He's he's had this defense playing, taking the ball away. And um, overall, you know, tough night for the offense. The defense gave them a lot of opportunities. Uh, they only um, scored 10 points off those three turnovers. That's tough to see. You, you like to get points off turnovers. Um, obviously, Arizona itself had three turnovers, so they kind of washed each other out. But um, good learning experience. And um, I think that overall, you know, Delora can grow from this. Uh, you know, don't, only completing 50% of his passes, only one touchdown pass. I think Delora will learn from this. I think he's going to grow from this. He's only going to get better. Uh, playing against such good, such a such a good defense, and I love the things that Fish said after the game. Just to highlight, there was a ton of recruits at that game last night. A lot of them like what they saw. Uh, Leviticus Sua, Matter Day linebacker, four-star recruit. Arizona's very involved in his recruitment. He is a uh, he's a kid that's probably going to come in and play right away wherever he goes. He was there. There was a few other very key recruits that were there. And the crowd was great, almost a sellout. Um, a few times the, the, the crowd really juiced up the defense, helped them get some stops. Clearly, this program is going in the right direction. Jetfish has this, pro, has this program going up. I don't think anyone thought Arizona could go 3-0 in the out-of-conference. I mean, there is there is some Arizona fans who thought that. But realistically, come on. You know, they won one game last year. Sure, they added a ton of talent. But to go 3-0 against San Diego State, Mississippi State, North Dakota State was a stretch. Like, 2-1 still was a little bit of a stretch. But it's very realistic now now it's 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 actually likely arizona's favored in that game they should win that game i think they're gonna bounce back play good next week and uh yeah this program is moving in the right direction caleb lomu one of the best offensive linemen in the country he'll be visiting for the north dakota state game so if you're listening buy your tickets let's sell let's sell this game out Let's juice this team up. Let's support this team. Arizona has a chance to go two and one in the out of conference. They go two and one, which I think they will. They only need four wins in conference to make a bowl game, which is very realistic. They have a very good shot. This team is, they play hard. They're good. They have talent and they're going to come back. They're going to beat the Bison on the home on the home field in the desert this saturday buy your tickets i already have mine and bear down thank you guys for listening to game day with the gurus i am giving away free red and blue game tickets this is how 
you enter the raffle, should I say, to win these tickets. All you have to do is follow or subscribe my, to my show on Spotify or Apple, leave me a five-star review, and then just send me a message on Twitter saying, hey, followed, I, I left a five-star review, and you have a chance to win tickets. So far, very few people. I'm telling you, you have a chance to win two free tickets to the Red and Blue game. They're good seats. All you have to do, take 30 seconds, follow, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen, Spotify or Apple. Leave a five-star review. Send me a message saying, hey, I'm so-and-so. I left a review. And you have a chance to win two free tickets to the Red and Blue game. Thank you guys again for listening. I'll be doing a, a offensive preview tomorrow about North Dakota State. I'll also be doing a college football, uh, important games, power rankings, all that stuff. A lot coming this week. I, I'm going to be doing something every day. So follow and like the show. I'm, I'm recording every day. Uh, we're growing. We're, we're getting a lot more support. Uh, the listens have been a lot higher. They've been going up and up every week. The show's growing. Um, you know, just trying to build my brand. So I'm grateful to all my listeners and supporters who, who have been with me since the start. And I really can't wait to give someone two free tickets to the Red and Blue game. You know what you have to do to win those tickets. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the support, the love, the feedback. And thank you for listening to the show, for retweeting my stuff on Twitter, for following me, all that stuff. Have a good night.